Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahirrahmanirrahim. Sallallahu sallam ala nabiyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Amma ba'd. Taib, today's hadith is which number? 34th hadith. The hadith al-rabi' wa thalathun. The 34th hadith. Naam. An Abi Sa'id al-Khudri. An Abi Sa'id al-Khudri. Al-Khudri. رضي الله عنه أو رضي الله عنهما عنهما we said يعني when we discussed the seerah of Abu Sa'id we said that he was his name was Sa'ad ibn Malik Sa'ad ibn Malik ibn Sinan Al-Khudri so his father was Malik and we said that he was from the Sahaba Sahaba Rasulullah so رضي الله عنهما نعم قال he said سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول He said that I heard the messenger of Allah عليه الصلاة والسلام say من رأى منكم منكرا فليغيره بيدي Whoever from amongst you sees an evil then let him change that with his hand فإن لم يستطع فبلساني And if he's not able not able to change it that, that munkar and that evil with his hand, then let him change that with his tongue. Then let him change that with his tongue. And if he's not able to do that, yani to change that evil with his uh, tongue, then let him change that evil with his heart. وَذَلِكَ أَضْعَفُ الْإِيمَانِ And that is the weakest amount of Iman. رواه مسلم The hadith was recorded by Imam Muslim. And so here we have the 34th hadith. Hadith uh, narrated by uh, Abu Sa'id al-Khudri. رضي الله عنهما And so the hadith is concerning the affair of الأمر بالمعروف والنهي عن المنكر. The affair of commanding the good and forbidding the evil, which, which has no doubt, uh, يعني an, an important status and a high station in Islam. يعني to the extent that some of the scholars they held this affair of commanding the good and forbidding the evil as the as the sixth pillar of Islam. Some of them they they considered it. يعني not that. Uh, Yani, uh, officially, yeah, that, yani they considered it as the sixth pillar, but almost uh, as though it was a pillar in Islam, the pillars of Islam. Now, so some of them they considered it, considered it or they regarded it, it as the sixth pillar of Islam due to its yani, uh, high station and yani, important role that this affair has in Islam. The command, commanding of good and forbid, forbid, forbidding of evil. Um, we find that this affair in the Quran, we find that it's mentioned before matters that are more important than this affair. So we find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions in the Quran, he, say, he says, Kuntum khayra ummatin ukhrijat linnas. Kuntum khayra ummatin ukhrijat linnas. You are the best uh, of uh, nations, to, or you are the best nation to be brought forth. From 
the people. كنتم خير أمة أخرجت للناس تأمرون بالمعروف وتنحون عن المنكر. You command with good, you command the good, and you forbid the evil. وتؤمنون بالله. And then after comes the iman in Allah. وتؤمنون بالله. So the affair of commanding the good and forbidding the evil was mentioned before the iman in Allah. Likewise, in Surah at tawbah where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions المؤمنون والمؤمنات المؤمنون والمؤمنات بعضهم أولياء بعض The believing men and the believing women بعضهم أولياء بعض Some of them are awliya and helpers of others. بعضهم أولياء بعض يأمرون بالمعروف وينحون عن المنكر ويقيمون الصلاة so here, uh, Allah mentions the, 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 the fact that the believers, men and women, they command the good and forbid the evil. And he mentioned this before the affair of as-salah and zakah. So here, again, we have similar to the verse we mentioned before, where the affair of commanding the good and forbidding the evil is mentioned before matters that are more important than the commanding the good and forbidding the evil. So the question is, uh, raises the question, why? Why was this mentioned before the iman in Allah? No doubt the first pillar of iman is, is the belief in Allah. Commanding the good and forbidding the evil doesn't benefit if a person doesn't have iman in Allah. Likewise, the salah is the second pillar in Islam, and there's zakat. So why is this? Why? There's a reason. There's a reason why the, the commanding of good and forbidding the evil has been mentioned before these affairs. Does anyone know? I'll take a guess. If you don't know. Huh? No, I'm no doubt. No doubt. It's to emphasize. Commanding the good is that you can command people No doubt, that's a that's an angle as well. No doubt, it's all correct. But a nice angle that some of the scholars mentioned from them, Sheikh Ibn Taymiyyah, rahimahullah, is the reason why in the first verse that we mentioned, "Kuntum khair ummatin ukhrijat linnas," you are the best of uh, nations to be brought forward. Uh, the reason why it was mentioned here before iman in Allah is because. This ummah has been distinguished from the other nations. And the other nations, they believe in Allah. They believed in Allah. The Jews believed in Allah. The Christians believed in Allah. So that's something which they share with this ummah. But that which distinguishes this ummah from them is the, the, command, the commanding of good and forbidding of evil. So that's why this was mentioned before Iman uh, in Allah. Because that's something which the Christians sharing, the, the Jews sharing, and the other nations. Naam. And likewise, the other nations, they pray. They have their prayer. However they pray. They're giving charity. They give the zakat. They give charity. However, that which distinguishes this ummah from them is the, the affair of commanding the good and forbidding the evil. And that is why, also, um, uh, the messenger of Allah, he mentioned, 
or the ayah before we mention the hadith, the ayah in the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he mentions uh, the affair of the previous nations with this affair of commanding the good and forbid the evil. Uh, when Allah mentions um, concerning Bani Israel, لُعِنَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا مِنْ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلِ عَلَى لِسَانِ دَاوُودِ وَعِيسَى بْنِ مَرْيَمَ لُعِنَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا Cursed were the were those cursed were those who disbelieved مِنْ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلِ from بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلِ عَلَى لِسَانِ دَاوُودِ on the tongue of داوود عليه السلام and عيسى بن مريم and Jesus the son of Mary ذلك بما عسوا وكانوا يعتدون that is because they used to uh, disobey Allah and the messengers وكانوا يعتدون and they used to go beyond bounds and transgress and go beyond bounds كانوا لا يتناهون عن منكر فعلوا they didn't used to forbid the evil that they used to do. They didn't used to forbid. So here we have Allah mentioning about the previous nations. The previous nations that they, they, that they didn't command the good and forbid the evil. They wouldn't do that. And due to that, they were cursed upon the tongues of their anbiya. And that is why this ummah is خَيْرَ أُمَّةٍ أُخْرِجَتْ الناس. Best nations, Best nation to be brought forth from, from the people. Because... Because you command the good and you forbid the evil. And likewise in the hadith, uh, the hadith of the Messenger of Allah where he said, Or the first naqs that, that يعني, uh, uh, deficiency that entered upon Bani Israel is the fact that a rajul كان الرجل يلقى الرجل فيقول يا هذا اتق الله ودع ما تصنع this is the first deficiency and that shortcoming that came upon Bani Israel that a man he would enter upon another man and he would say to him oh you fear Allah and stop what you're doing and when he would see him performing some kind of uh, action that is munkar, haram. And then he would meet him the next day. Then he would go on to meet him the next day. However, that would not prevent him. It would not prevent him, the person who, who was gone to visit him the next day, the person who the first day, he said to him, Fear Allah and stop what you're doing. The next day when he would go and visit him again, he wouldn't say anything. Whilst he was whilst he was still perform that, that munkar, carry out that evil action. And that would not prevent him from sitting with him, eating with him, and drinking with him. Now, um, And so when they did that, meaning Bani Israel, when they began to do that, بَرَبَ اللَّهُ قُلُوبَ بَعْضِهِمْ when they began to do that, then Allah caused, uh, Allah struck the hearts of some of them with others, with the hearts of others. Yani they began to differ and uh, they began to uh, split and differ. Now, and likewise the severe threat concerning 
uh, this affair of commanding the good and forbidding the evil, or failing to command the good and forbidding the evil, uh, the threat that was uh, directed to, th- to this ummah, the threat directed to this ummah by the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu where he said in that hadith narrated by Hudayfil ibn al-Yaman, anhu, where he said, "Walladhi nafsi biyadi," that the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu he said, "By him in whose hand is my soul." Either you command the good المنكر, and you forbid the evil. Oh, الله, or Allah will يعني, be swift. Oh, Allah will be swift in sending a punishment from him. Sending to you a punishment from him. Then you will make dua to him. Then you will make dua to him, but your dua will not be answered. Now, so here we have in this hadith, the, the wording of the hadith, and it begins with, Man ra'a minkum munkaran. Man ra'a minkum munkaran. Whoever from amongst you sees an evil, then let him change it, let him change that evil. And so here, the scholars, they discuss uh, this wording here of the hadith. Man ra'a minkum, whoever from amongst you sees an evil. Ra'a, sees an evil. And so here, the scholars, they discuss whether the ruling of this hadith and the obligation, because here we take from this hadith that it is obligatory to, to forbid the evil and change the evil if you see the evil. If there's some evil taking place before you, then it's wajib upon you to change it, if you have the ability. But the first stage, or the um, the messenger of Allah he began with man ra'a minkum munkaran. Whoever from amongst you sees an evil, so the scholars they discuss the uh, matter of uh, this obligation and changing of this evil. Is it connected to seeing the evil? Yani, is, it the, is it the case that it only becomes obligatory if you see it? And if you didn't see it, then you don't have to change it. And so, you hear, you hear of an individual carrying out some kind of evil action. Or it comes to your knowledge. It comes to your knowledge. Here you haven't seen the evil. Someone tells you, someone that you trust tells you that so-and-so is, is doing such and such an action. Here you haven't seen the evil. It's not taking place uh, before your eyes. And so, uh, the scholars, they discuss this. Um, many of them, they say that it includes this wording here, whoever from amongst you sees an evil, that it includes hearing. If you were to hear that someone is, uh, is performing some kind of munkar, an evil. Or, if you were to know of it. But knowledge that is يعني, certain. However, Sheikh Sheikh Salih al Sheikh Havidahullah, he discusses this in detail and he brings some benefit. And and he discusses the the affair of uh, who is it that changes the evil? Because we again in the wording we have Marra'a Minkum, whoever from amongst you, Minkum, from from you, sees an evil. 
So who is it that changes the evil? Is this for everyone? Because the wording of the hadith suggests that whoever from amongst you is general. And likewise, uh, the affair of whether you see the evil or you don't see the evil. So the Shaykh, he discusses this and he mentions concerning uh, the wording minkum from amongst you, whoever from amongst you sees an evil, then that is general. It's general and it includes everybody. However, it is connected to ability due to that which comes after. فَمَنْ لَمْ Whoever is not able to change it with his hand, then let him change it with his tongue. If he's not able to do that, again we have the affair connected to ability. If he's not able, able to do that, then with his heart. So the address is to everyone. It includes everyone. And the seeing of the evil and changing that evil, it includes everyone. However, it's connected to ability. So the Sheikh, he says that if you see it, if you see it with your eyes, then it's wajib upon you to change it. But there's some detail that's going to follow. If you see it with the eyes, it's wajib for you to change it. But if you didn't see it, but you hear about it, or you come to know about it, that so-and-so person is performing a munkar, an evil action, then this now becomes the majal of nasiha. It's different from commanding the good or forbidding the evil. That now comes into nasiha, giving advice. And we already took the hadith of dinu nasiha. That the religion is, is uh, the giving of advice. So if a person sees it with his eyes, has the ability, and it's from those uh, yani, uh, matters that he's able to change and has, he has the authority and, 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 and ability, then it's obligatory upon him to change it. However, if he didn't see it, then for him it becomes, uh, yani it now changes to the affair of giving advice. So the evil didn't, didn't take place before him, before his eyes, but he heard, hears about it. And he knows about it. So now he goes to that individual and either that individual is carrying out that evil, continues to carry out that evil before his eyes. So now it comes back to him seeing the evil now. So if he goes to advise him, but he sees him carrying out the evil, drinking alcohol or uh, uh, looking at haram, listening to haram and so on if he continues to see him do that then now he, he's, he's fallen he comes under seeing the evil so he must change it however if he goes to see him and, he, and, he, and he, he's not performing that action before him then it's nasiha then it's nasiha and advice and there's a difference between nasiha giving advice and the commanding of good and forbidding the evil because nasiha usually or in most cases is in private in private and it's general without warning and without threat however the command and, and without force however commanding the good and forbidding the evil can be in private but it, it can it can also be yani alanan in the open in oh yani it's it's open and uh, it can include force 
and threat. So there's a difference between nasiha, giving advice, and commanding the good and forbidding the evil. Now, and so if a person, he, he doesn't see the evil, but he uh, comes to know of it, he hears of it, he goes, he goes to his brother, or to whoever is performing that action, and he attempts to change the evil. If he sees the evil taking place before him, wajib upon him, but then again, it's connected to ability. It's possible that the person is a, is a big man. He wants to prevent him from performing uh, this monkar. Huh? But this, this, this uh, person, he's going to uh, forbid from this action. He's bigger than him. Real big. And he says, no, I'm not going to change. I'm not going to stop doing this. What are you going to do? Huh? So here now, he doesn't have the ability. And we're going to talk also about the affair of uh, whether the uh, forbidding of the evil, whether the forbidding of the evil, if a person feels that it's not going to benefit, and there's not going to be any result that comes from it, positive results that come from it, then does he have to command, command the good and forbid the evil? Does he have to continue with that? Does he have to forbid that evil? Or does he leave it? And that's something we will discuss. Now, and so if he sees the evil, he uh, changes it if he's able. And if he doesn't see the evil, then it becomes, uh, the, the uh, affair now changes to nasiha, and he gives advice. Because that's the asal, that's the general, uh, 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 that's, that's the origin, to give advice. And it's closely connected to the affair of al-istita'ah, um, ability, um, as we clearly see in the hadith. Um, but going back to the wording, minkum, whoever from amongst you sees an evil. So here, this is the, um, the uh, this address here, it includes everyone. It includes all. However, the scholars, they discuss the, the affair of authority, sulta, the, the affair of authority. And so, they mention that the leader, the leader of the Muslims, he is the one who has authority over and he is subjects and the people. And it's not allowed, it is not allowed for anyone to transgress that. From the general people And his authority Meaning If there's an evil that takes place Within society It is the ruler's responsibility And he is the one who has the ability and authority To change that evil And his naib Meaning his uh, Representative or um, Whoever he appoints If he appoints a group of people A body of people to command the good and forbid, forbid the evil within the society, then they are the, the ones who have the authority. And similarly, the man of the house, the man of the house, he is the leader of those under his charge, within his home. And so here, he has the authority and he's able to change the evil, because the first darajah, that first level, and with the, the, the 
matter that the Messenger of Allah وسلم, began with is uh, when you see the evil, change it with your hand. Change it with your hand. So this is the first level, changing the evil with one's hand. But here, as we mentioned, that not every person has that authority to change with his hand. And so here now the discussion comes concerning uh, uh, the type of evil. Because from the uh, evil actions, we have those actions that are, or that munkar, munkar which is munfakkun, uh, which means an, an evil which can be separated from its doer. And then you have that munkar which is mulazm. That munkar and that evil which you can't separate it from the person. And so, for example, the munkar which is which can be separated because we're going to because the, the what we're talking about here now is the people in general. We said that okay, the authority, the the uh, within the society and the community of Muslims, it is the leader who has that authority, or whoever he appoints. However, if you were to now see, and this is outside of your home, if you were to now see an evil before you on the street, someone, uh, even here in the masjid, if he was to go, he was, he was going to go to the shoe area there and, and steal a pair of shoes. Or on the street, someone is going to attack someone and kill him or her. An evil before you. Or you see someone uh, in the open, um, he's looking at something haram and he's displaying it before the people and he, within a Muslim land of, of course here when, we're not talking about in this country here but we're talking about uh, this hadith in, in, yani in the context of yani the Muslim uh, country and the Muslim land where yani the likes of these hadith and the rulings of Islam are implemented so does that mean now if you see someone who's carrying out some monkar that you say no, I can't stop that. I don't have the authority. That's for the leader, and he and yeah, and he, those who he has appointed. So someone's going to attack, maybe someone from your family outside the home. Do you say no? I can't stop that evil. I don't have the authority. Here, the scholars they they discuss that affair of the munkar being uh, something which is yeah, and he's separate from the. Or can be uh, separated from the the doer of that munkar, and that munkar and that evil which can't be separated, and so that munkar which is uh, munfak and separate from the the evil doer is, for example, the effect of stealing. Someone who's going to steal that money that he's going to steal. Yeah, and it's separate from him. He, you can come in between him and the, and, 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 the, and the wealth and that money. Likewise, if he's going to uh, yeah, and he, um, uh, drink alcohol, that alcohol is something which yeah, and it's not uh, attached to him and, yeah, and it connected to him to the point that you're, you're not able to separate him from that, that evil. You're able to, to come between him and that alcohol. And prevent him from drinking the alcohol. You're able. You're able to 
get hold of the bottle of wine or whatever and prevent him. You're able to do that with the hand. And so here, if you were to see someone steal the wealth of your brother or your wealth or drink some alcohol before you, and again, in the Muslim lands, in the Muslim lands, then you're able to stop him. You should. It's wajib upon you to stop him. Unless you don't have the ability, he's bigger than you, he's going to harm you. Hmm? However, if the evil is something which is connected to him and it can't be separated from him. For example, now, uh, the scholars, they say, uh, he's someone who's clean-shaven. Someone who's clean-shaven. Hmm? The beard. It's, and he should grow the beard. It's wajib. However, now, you're not, you're not able to, to separate him from that action there. That's something which is connected to him. Likewise, the affair of um, al-isbal, yani the dragging the garment below the ankle, it's something which is connected to him. You're not able to separate that thing from him. Like, you, like you're able to do with a bottle of wine or alcohol. Hmm? Uh, likewise, if he's wearing gold, a man, the, 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 the Muslim man, if he's wearing gold and so on, something which is connected to him, attached to him. You're not able to separate that. That, that now, these affairs here, that is for the leader. That is for the leader of the Muslims and whoever he appoints um, to be in charge of commanding the good and forbidding the evil. Now, now so the, uh, the matter of whether that evil, whether you, yani if it's obligatory upon you, if it's obligatory upon you, you see an evil and you want to change that evil. However, you feel that it's not going to benefit. If I was to forbid, if I was to forbid that individual, yani with the hand, or by saying something with the tongue, that you feel it's not going to benefit him. It's not going to benefit him. Then, this brings us to the conditions, the conditions of commanding the good and forbidding the evil. Then the scholars they mention that from the conditions is. That a person, he must have knowledge first and foremostly. Knowledge that that thing is evil. And we'll discuss that. But also that he is certain. He is certain or has that overwhelming suspicion. That strong suspicion. That that forbidding of the evil is going to benefit. That's also from the conditions. However, if... He feels and he has an overwhelming suspicion that it's not going to change anything. Even if I was to forbid the evil, it's not going to change anything. It's not going to benefit. Then, is it wajib? Is it wajib still? Because the hadith tells us if you see the evil, then you must change it. Here, there are two uh, positions from uh, the scholars. Two positions. Uh, the first is that it is still ob obligatory. It's obligatory. Why? Because of this hadith. Whether from Moshe sees an evil, let him change it. And that's the origin. If you see an evil, you change it. And there's no proof to say that if you feel it's not going to benefit, then you don't have to forbid the evil. There's no proof for that. So, a group of the scholars, that's, that's what they say. But, but the second position, position is that if you feel it's not going to benefit, then... 
It's not obligatory upon you, but it becomes mustahab, recommended. And the proof for that, so from them, from the scholars, Sheikh uh, Ruslam ibn Taymiyyah, Allah. He says there is a proof. And that proof is uh, that which we hear usually in the Jum'ah prayer. Uh, the Imam he, recite, he recites, فَذَكِّرْ إِنَّفَعَتِ الذِّكْرَ Remind them, إِنَّفَعَتِ الذِّكْرَ If the reminder benefits. Remind them if the reminder benefits. Meaning if, if the reminder doesn't benefit, then don't don't remind them. Hmm? So uh, the Sheikh, the Imam, he says that it's uh, if you feel it's not going to benefit, then it's not obligatory, and you don't have to to uh, forbid the evil. And that's what he uses as a proof. And many of the scholars they say that that is a strong position and closest to the truth. And also due to the actions of the Sahaba. Because the Sahaba, when they would enter upon some of the leaders of uh, Banu Umayyah, some of the, the rulers and the leaders of Banu Umayyah, that dynasty, when they uh, were in charge, the leaders, many of them, they, 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 when the Sahaba, they would see munkarat, they would see many evils, them uh, partaking in many, many actions of evil. But they didn't forbid them. But they didn't forbid them. And so here now, do we say that the Sahaba, they left something which is wajib? No, it's, for, it's better for us. And for, yani it's foremost that we say that they saw that, they were, that the forbidding of the evil would not benefit. Would not benefit them. And that's why yani they, they uh, didn't forbid the evil. And again, this goes back to the principles in our religion. One of the principles we mentioned before, that uh, the, uh, if we are in a situation where you're faced with two evils, you're faced with two evils, then what do you do? Hmm? Yeah, and you have to carry out one of the two evils. And so here now, we choose the lesser of the two. We choose the lesser of the two. And if you remember also, we mentioned a number of lessons before, um, the four levels of, um, يعني, uh, the levels connected to forbidding the evil, and changing the evil, that was, that was mentioned by Ibn Qayyim, rahimahullah. When he said that the first level is that, that munkar is removed in totality, completely. The second is that it is removed and replaced with something lesser. And it's lessened. The evil is lessened. The third is that it is, it is replaced with something equal. equal and similar. An evil of the same level. And the fourth is that it is replaced with something greater and worse. So the first two are mashru'atan. Legislated and wajib. Legislated and wajib, obligatory, to remove, to remove that evil. Yani the first level is to remove it, and, it, and, and it's, yani it, it goes in totality. So that's obligatory. The second is, it's replaced with? 
that which is lesser. Again, that, that is legislated also and wajib. Yani if it means that we remove this evil, but it's going to be replaced with something evil, but that evil that it's going to be replaced with is lesser, then that's obligatory. Because we go with the lesser of the two evils. The third is an affair of ijtihad. The third level we said is when it's replaced with something similar. This here now is a matter of ijtihad for the for the uh, for the scholars and ahlul ilm. They make ijtihad. They strive to work out which is better. But on the apparent, they seem the same. So the, uh, the the people of knowledge, they decide whether to leave it or to go with the 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 other evil. And the fourth is haram. The fourth is haram, meaning to uh, remove an evil and to replace it with that which is worse, and that is haram. That is haram. And a sheikh Salih al sheikh, he mentions. Uh, in the, when, whilst explaining this hadith, he mentions the affair of tafjir, of uh, blowing up and killing people. We find uh, the extremists and the terrorists from their actions is that they blow people up, they kill them. He says that this falls un- under this level of forbidding of the evil, or trying to change and remove an evil. You find these people in this recent uh, event in, in Westminster. That they intend to remove an evil, but it's replaced with that which is greater. And when he intended, no doubt he intended to bring about some good, according to him. This miskin. He intended to bring about some good, or to remove some evil, remove the oppression upon the, the Muslims in the Muslim lands, and so on. Aid the Muslims, remove all of this oppression. Did he bring about the first level? which is to remove that evil in totality. No way. Did he lessen, lessen the evil? No way. Did he replace it with something similar? No. Rather the fourth, he replaced it with that which is worse, made, it, made matters worse for the Muslims. And so even the general folk, if you can understand this, these principles here, simple to understand, then you have a principle that you can walk with uh, in the religion and throughout life. Now, likewise, as we mentioned from the conditions of uh, forbidding the evil, is uh, al-ilm. We alluded to, to it before. Al-ilm, having knowledge. Having knowledge that that thing is an evil. But not just that that thing is an evil. Munkar. That this, that you have knowledge that this action is actually munkar and evil. But also, that it is munkar, يعني, as it relates to the doer of that, the doer of that munkar. First, you have to dis- uh, establish that that action is actually evil.
So from the conditions also is that a person has knowledge concerning those actions, that they are uh, truly munkarat, evil actions, and he has certainty. And that is built upon knowledge, not built upon opinion or uh, emotions or uh, cultural traditions. You find from amongst Muslims, you'll find those who look at the actions of others and they deem them as munkar. But that is not according to the religion, but according to their traditions. And so, uh, a black cat, black cat walks past you, something bad's going to happen. So if you allow the, back, the black cat to walk past you, then you've allowed some munkar to take place. And so they, they, uh, they, they make inkar on rejection. Or, affairs that in reality are more... Uh, uh, superstition Superstition more than anything else and You do such and such on your, on, your, on your wedding night with your wife It's over The marriage is over It's going uh, to end in divorce or something uh, terrible and Affairs which are not monkar in the religion But monkar according to their uh, tradition Their culture and their, their يعني, the superstition that they have Likewise, that a person, a person's emotions, and a person, uh, he deems something, or she deems something as munkar, because of, and due to their emotions. And so, something which is clear in the religion, however, they don't have knowledge that it's from the religion, but their emotions, their emotions tell them that it is munkar. And so they see, for example, a person, uh, a person used siwak in Ramadan. He uses the siwak, miswak, in Ramadan. But it's established that the Messenger of Allah, he used the siwak, the miswak in Ramadan. Yeah, and he was fasting, allowed. However, he doesn't know. But he, then he sees another Muslim, he sees a, a Muslim uh, using the miswak in Ramadan, and he says, you can't do that, it's haram. Hmm? So he hasn't uh, yeah, and he established and verified that that action is actually evil. Or he sees another Muslim shorten the prayer. The Dhuhr, he's praying Salatul Dhuhr and he's praying too. But he's a traveler. He doesn't know about shortening the prayer. He says, what are you doing? You can't shorten the prayer. Are you, are you, are you Shia? Are you what? Are you, you know, what are you doing? You can't do this. It's haram. Or even joining the prayer. He joins the prayer. Because he's a traveler. You can't do that. And so again, a person, he has to have... 
uh, he has to have knowledge. He has to have knowledge. And make sure that that action is actually a monker, an evil. But also, that that action is evil as it relates to that individual. And so, for example, this example that the scholars they give is eating and drinking in Ramadan. No doubt the origin is eating and drinking in Ramadan is haram. It's a monkar. Eating and drinking in Ramadan is a monkar. Hmm? Not allowed. So the one who's fasting, of course he can't. He can't eat and drink. And the majority of the Muslims will be fasting and no one is allowed to eat and drink. However, a person he sees another Muslim eat and drink in Ramadan, so it's a monkar. However, it's not a monkar as it relates to that individual because he's sick. Because he's sick. He's married, he's sick, and he, he doesn't have to fast. So, here, we don't make inkar here. And a person who, before he embarks upon forbidding the evil, he needs to make sure that that evil, that action, is an evil as it relates to that individual. As it relates to the uh, the doer of the actions. And again, um, the... Similar, those actions is that we mentioned before. Uh, a person, he sees another person uh, shortening the prayer. Meaning, outside of being a traveler. Outside of being a traveler, it's not allowed for you to shorten the prayer. And, is, and it would be a monkar if you were to shorten the prayer. Without, without being a traveler. Hmm? However, a person... He needs to make sure that when he sees an individual, before he makes inkar and before he shows that rejection, that it's that that action is not a monker as it as it relates to him. Now, um, and also uh, concerning the matters where there are a difference of opinion, those matters where it is clear that it is a monker and haram, then. Person he makes the inkar if if those conditions there are uh, met, as we said, that he knows for sure that it is a monkar. Like for example, that those affairs which are clear, agreed upon by all the Muslims, zina, uh, stealing and drinking alcohol and so on. All of these actions, complete agreement upon uh, with the, with the Muslims that they are haram. So forbidding that evil, forbidding that evil, he see, and he sees a, a Muslim. Uh, drinking alcohol, then he forbids him. He forbids him because that is that monkey is agreed upon. That it's an it's an evil agreed upon by all the Muslims. However, if the action, which is considered as a monker, is in reality a monker which is not agreed upon, and there's a difference of opinion, then here either that. That khilaf and that uh, difference of opinion is going to be a khilaf which is qawwi. A khilaf which is qawwi. Yani, uh, a, dif- a differing uh, of opinion which is strong. Meaning, each uh, party of, of uh, scholars, or group of scholars, have their evidences. All of them have their evidences. If there's more than, than two positions, three positions, four positions. But all of them have their evidences to show that it is haram or that it is munkar. If the khilaf is 
is a khilaf and a differing which is يعني, a strong differing. Meaning it's justified. It's justified with all of them. Then here, there's no inkar. There's no inkar. As opposed to when the khilaf is vaif, when the differing is a weak differing. A weak differing. Meaning, the majority hold that it is a munkar or something haram. But then there are one or two or, or few who say that it is haram or a munkar. Then here, uh, the khilaf which is da'if is not paid attention to. It's not paid attention to. And so an example of that is the affair of musical instruments. From the scholars, very few, and it's considered something which is shad, something which is, yeah, any an irregular position, yeah, any shad and a weak position. Ibn Hazm, uh, it's mentioned that Ibn Hazm he he allowed the the affair of musical instruments, and so here. That differing there, yes, there's a difference of opinion. However, that difference of opinion is weak. Weak. And that does not prevent us from forbidding the evil. If you see a person uh, using musical instruments, then you forbid the evil, if you have the ability. And you feel it's going to benefit, as we said, also. However, if the differing the difference concerning that particular issue and that evil and that monkar, if each position holds weight and is strong, يعني, uh, the different evidences that they bring, they all have an angle. Then here, as the, as the, as the uh, scholars, they frequently mention the principle that there's no inkar, there's no inkar in the masail of Khilaf. That there's no inkar and rejection to be made in those affairs where there is difference of opinion. Hmm? However, we have to distinguish. We're talking about that difference of opinion which is strong. Not the difference of opinion which is weak. Hmm? From, from the weak positions, those who said it's allowed to, sh- to shave the beard. Hmm? Extremely weak position, extremely weak. So not that khilaf is not mu'tabar. It's not something which we pay attention to. Now, um, and so that's something that a person uh, needs to be aware of before forbidding the evil. So, for example, from the examples of the khilaf being being uh, a differing which is strong, a man he sees another man eat camel's meat. And then he stands up and prays without making wudu. Hmm? But there is the position that the one who has camel meat, that he must make wudu. Hmm? He, must, he must make wudu again before he prays. However, this is a different, which is qawi, uh, uh, strong. Each position have the evidences. So here you don't make the inkar. Likewise, the reciting of Surah Al-Fatiha behind the imam. In the loud prayer. Strong difference of opinion here. Each party and each position have their evidences. 
the sutra, the, the affair of the sutra, the taking of the sutra. But the one who's praying يعني, on his own, without the imam, he doesn't take a sutra. Strong difference of opinion. The number of units prayed and raka'at prayed in Ramadan, whether it's 11, whether it's 20, and so on. Strong difference of opinion. So here, we don't make the inkar, we don't, يعني, that inkar which يعني, uh, is with the yad and you have to change. No, you're not praying 20. You come here, you're praying 13 with me. Hmm? We don't make that inkar like that. Hmm? But there's no problem with munaqasha. No problem with advising if you see that that's a weak position. Hmm? Not, the we- not the, that weakness which we said is that weakness which is completely weak. But it's, it's considered, the affair is considered from those affair, affairs where the uh, differencing, the, 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 the uh, differing is strong. The differing is strong. However, according to you, the position that your brother has taken is weak compared to this one, compared to the position that you've taken. So here now, there's no problem with you uh, discussing with him, uh, presenting evidences and so on, researching both of you together uh, to come to the stronger position. No problem with that. But to reject in a manner uh, where a person compels an individual or he shows sternness uh, or possibly even fall out with him. Yeah, and this is not something which is, which is uh, legislated or allowed. Um, and likewise, uh, that which the scholars they mention concerning the affair of commanding the good and forbidding the evil is that there are three stages. Three stages um, uh, that, that, that are connected to the affair of commanding the good and forbidding the evil. A stage which is before, a stage during, and a stage after. And there's something that comes along with each stage. And so, before you command the good and forbid the evil, there comes al-ilm, knowledge. And all of that which we discussed. A person has knowledge and certainty that that affair is an, e- an evil action. And that it is evil as it relates to, that, to, to, to the doer. And the issues of uh, difference of opinion and so on. He knows all of this. And so there's a, there's a stage before forbidding the evil. And that is al-ilm, knowledge. Then there's the stage which is during. The stage during forbidding the evil. Commanding the good and forbidding the evil. And that is, that, that which comes along with that is, does anyone know? I'll take a guess. Rifq. Hmm? Gentleness and wisdom. Gentleness and wisdom. Rifq la yikun fi shay illa zana. As the messenger of Allah he said, gentleness is not present in something except that it beautifies it. And it's not uh, extracted or taken away except that it makes that thing ugly, turns it ugly. So gentleness is something which is uh, required when forbidding the evil. And the uh, clear proof for that is the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to, to Musa salam and his brother Harun uh, when he said to them, إِذْهَبَا إِلَىٰ فِرْعَوْنِ إِنَّهُ طَغَىٰ Go to Fir'aun, for indeed he has 
transgressed. وَقُولَ لَهُ قَوْلَ اللَّيِّنْ لَعَلَّهُ يَتَذَكَّرُ أَوْ يَخْشَاهُ And say to him a gentle word. A gentle word. Fir'aun, say a gentle word to him. So that's the origin with da'wah. And forbidding the evil. الرفق. And as he said also, uh, as he said, concerning الرفق, يعني يبلغ بالرفق بالرفق والسياسة ما لا يبلغ ما لا يبلغ بالسيف والرياسة يبلغ بالرفق والسياسة ما لا يبلغ بالسيف بالسيف والرياسة that you can reach with rifq with gentleness and siyasa politics using politics in your da'wah using wisdom yani using wisdom you can reach by way of that that which you can't reach with the safe with the sword and riyasa with the sword and with yani leadership riyasa hmm? using gentleness and using wisdom you can reach and and attain that which you can't reach that which even the leader may not be able to to, to reach and acquire and attain. Now, and the the last affair, then in that stage which is after forbidding the evil, what's required there? No, not that. Patience. Patience. Patience that a person has patience after forbidding the evil. And so again, stage the stage before a person. Make sure he has knowledge when forbidding the evil. A stage during forbidding the evil, rifq, gentleness, that's the origin. If it's required to use harshness, then that has its place also. And then the stage which comes after forbidding the evil, that is uh, with patience, hadha wa sallallahu wa sallam ala Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.